0: The talk is Jericho. It is the pod of thunder and rock and roll, and it is Friday. And today's episode being brought to you in part by Great Clips. At Great Clips, we want you to love your haircut. That's why we created Clip Notes, notes that tell us what you like, so you get your same great haircut every time, everywhere, every place. With Clip Notes, no matter which stylist cuts your hair, you get the haircut you want. All right, and we've got a big weekend coming up. It's Survivor Series weekend in Toronto, in T.O., and as you guys know by now, my best friend, K.O., Kevin Owens, we're going to be doing a live talk as Jericho broadcast on Sunday morning at the Bassett Theatre in Toronto we're also hosting a small breakfast an hour before the event there's going to be VIP meet and greets there's a whole lot of stuff going on go check out markoutmoments.com to be a part of the live talk is Jericho at the Bassett Theatre in Toronto Sunday morning before Survivor Series with my best friend Kevin Owens you are not going to want to miss this and to give you a little sample of what you're going to get uh, my other best friend my former tag team partner Christian was my special guest at the first talk is Jericho live Uh, that was a Uh, live from Caroline's in New York City during SummerSlam weekend. He told some great stories about his gimmick as the Vampire Kids, his WWE debut working with Gangrel. You hear about the creepy little bastard gimmick and the T-shirt that went along with it, and the finish that went wrong during a ladder match with Christian and I, which ended up giving me, well, shall we say, a steel enema. It's a taste of what you're going to get this weekend, uh, Survivor Series weekend with Kevin Owens in Toronto, all the way back to August at SummerSlam. This is Christian live at Caroline's, the world-famous comedy club in New York City. Uh, It's a great conversation. Uh, first of all, a conversation with me And then a Q&A with all of the great fans that were in attendance It is a great, great show Okay, so we're excited here uh, Here we are on Sunday at Caroline's For a live Talk is Jericho With all of you wonderful people here today Thank you, right? I feel like I should be doing some stand-up or something like that Tell some jokes, but I don't really know any um, Speaking of jokes I have a great guest today. I'm talking to Jericho. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Hello. Yes. Uh, Yeah, so uh, we're just going to jump right into it. I've been doing this show for almost three years, and uh, this guy has been on the show once before. He was a great guest. He's a good friend of mine. And we were tag team champions together at one point, which is a funny story that I'm sure we'll tell later on today. So, without further ado, which is a classic Vince McMahon uh, term, without further ado, uh, let's bring out the guest today on Sunday here at Caroline's two time WWE champion, Christian. Come on out, man. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> he missed rehearsal as well. I did. Yeah, actually, that's better. Do you want me to, see, do you do you want me to sit it? there? We can both sit yeah, there. Yeah, this is stupid. Like, see, we're, we're going to do our own we're thing. We're doing our own thing here. Acting like an amateur here with the uh, mic stand and everything. You see, it took a real pro for you to come out and actually pick up the mic and do it yeah. the right way. And nice scarf, by uh, the way. Yeah. That's a huge scarf. Yeah. It's from the uh, tablecloth collection.
1: And it's still more expensive than yours. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love how everyone's like, ooh. Yeah. Gee, trust me, there'll be a lot of ball busting going on here. Uh, yeah, wow, you're really close. Can you... Ask me some questions, Chris. Yeah, can you lean out a bit? This is kind of weird, man. That's not drinking it in. That's just rapey. That's like rapey. It's weird. <laughs> All right, so, um... What doing? Hey, what doing? How's it going, eh? <laughs> yeah. How's it going? Uh, I haven't funny. seen you for, for like two weeks. I know, it's like one of those things we live in the same city and, and never, never see each, but each other. But uh, we did see each other about two weeks ago at at, at your, uh... Kids' your, birthday your, party. Yeah. 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 It was good. yeah it's good seeing you. Uh, it's funny too, because when you came out, you gave me the old uh, wrestler handshake. Yeah. When we were uh, first starting out, the um, the rule was, if you shook hands like for real, like this, that meant that you were a shitty worker. You work stiff. <laughs> that you were stiff. So what guys would do is uh, fall and, off. And think. Yeah, don't worry. Yeah, you'll be okay. Uh,
2: don't guys, bumps anymore.
0: Would, guys would come out and, sh- and shake hands like this. How you doing, be, brother? Hey, Amy hey, brother. They'd, they'd, you, the lighter of a handshake you had, the better of a worker you were. Was how went. Oh my gosh! There we go. Thank the. you. Somebody helped us. So if you if you uh, if you shook hands like a like a man, yeah, you were stiff. So now you came out there and gave me the nice. Yeah,
1: just to let you know. Yeah. Hey, when
0: we work later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's gonna be light, brother. Yeah. And like, oh, this kid is stiff. Yeah. He just shook my hand. Are you yeah. kidding me? So um, that was and what other things when you first started out what were some of the rules they told you? Um, gosh, speak only speak when you're spoken to yeah. in the dressing room. Um, I guess you would wait
1: to see where, like wait for a place to change maybe. You know, oh like, yeah, yeah, right, yeah, right, like, right. You didn't want to take somebody's spot, so you mm-hmm. kind of just waited till the veterans came in and took their spot, and then if there was like. Like a corner on a bench somewhere, you can maybe sit on it, like lace <laughs> yeah. your boots up or something.
0: What like, was it like when you first came to the WWE for, for that? Did you have a, <laughs> did you have like um, some friends there? Or was it were you nervous when you first came? Yeah, out? of course. Yeah, I was nervous. Um, I came in
1: like, at the time, Edge and Christian and the Hardys were there was kind of starting an influx of, of younger guys from from established right guys. So we uh, um, we we didn't know a lot of people. Um, we came in. And us and the, and the Hardys at the same time. And, yeah, it was very much that way when you came in that you're, they, you try, went over and said hello to everybody and shook their hand and did the, the whole thing, you know. And, you know, we, people had their, their routine in the locker room where they, they sat and that sort of thing. So you waited to see. And mm-hmm. then you kind of took your, took your place and, you know, where they gave cool. somebody a water when they came back from the
0: That was a weird thing. Yeah. That's the thing that now when you come back from a match, people give you a bottle of water. Yeah. I never did that. No. I didn't. I guess I was rude. <laughs> I guess just no wonder I had so much yeah. heat when I first came in. I never gave everybody fucking water. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> who who was uh, like was there any like kind of like like bullies or anything like that in the locker room? Like guys that would give you a hard time when you first got there? No, no, I mean not really. I mean, they were there was guys that would like kind of
1: test you and,
0: and you know, I
1: think I think JBL a notorious uh, guy that would always kind of push your, uh, your mm-hmm. buttons to see how far he could push them. Then you know, it was always after be like, oh, it's cool, you know. But it's like. um no for the most part it wasn't anything that was that was too harmful or or anything like that it was always just
0: in good like ribbing yeah yeah yeah. you know that sort of thing but when when I got there uh, I got accused of having lifts in my boots yeah I'm not sure exactly why because (gasps) I'm short anyways (laughs) and that's what JBL was like hey you know like it was Y2J right why so short hey why so short It's like it doesn't even really match. It's not even doesn't really roll off the tongue. But why too short? Yeah, like why too short? But you said why so short? No, I know. Was it why too short? No, it wouldn't make sense. It was why so short. That's what he was saying. That's why I'm saying it doesn't make sense. It'd be better why too short. Yeah, that's what I'm saying to you. But that's but that's what I'm saying that he should have said.
1: That's what I just said.
0: Big pop for that! I swear we didn't re- we didn't rehearse this at all. Yeah. <laughs> See what happens when you miss rehearsal. Yeah. Um, but that that's the funny thing. Like it, it, it's intimidating when you first come into yeah, a place is. like that. But you were lucky because you had some friends.
1: Well, I mean, Adam Edge and I came in together, right? So we had we had each other. Mm-hmm. But I, I mean, <laughs> us and the and the, the Hardys, and then you know that we we literally started the same day. Edge was there a little bit before us, but um, so he had already kind of you know. Laid some some groundwork as far as hey you know who the, who, who these n- new mm-hmm. guys are coming in and pretty pretty soon after that we started teaming against the hardies and we're having you know great matches with those guys right away so we kind of um, you know endeared ourselves as far as, as work ethic and stuff right away so I think people got people's respect we, right? yeah but people I think realized that we were going to stick
0: around for a while we weren't just going to mm-hmm. be there for a few months and be and, like and hey
1: whatever d- happened to those guys you know so
0: it does make a difference when you have somebody if it's like you said just one friend there to say hey this guy's cool yeah that guy's nice yeah. You know, because you guys started... I didn't tell anybody anything about you. I was like, yeah, he's a dick. I know, right? I, I'm with you. I tried to I tried to get him in Japan. and try to help him <laughs> yeah. get work. try to take care of this kid. And yeah. look what happens. I get there, he just leaves what me was That was in,
1: in Winnipeg when you came. And it was funny because we'd heard of the stories about... Like, I, I used to wrestle in in Winnipeg for this uh, little Italian promoter named Tony Candela. Tony Candela, yeah. Um, and <clears throat> you were long gone at that point. I think you were living in Vancouver, but you are working... In Japan, in Japan and Mexico, yeah. you, were, you were like, in our eyes, you were like this huge superstar. Legend. Which, when I met you, I was, <laughs> when I met you, I was like, geez, what was I thinking? But no, he, uh, <laughs> we, uh, but, uh, was I, I don't even remember what I was going to say now.
0: If you would have gone to rehearsal, you would have known this is what no, you're yeah, talking yeah. about, Tony Candelo, and yeah, how so, I was a legend in your um,
1: eyes. What were we talking about before that? Because now I forget.
0: Uh, well, basically what we were saying is, is uh, 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 when you first came in, you had someone that was your friend and you were in Winnipeg. Yeah, I have no idea where I was and... in all the story. sorry. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Aren't you guys glad you came today so far? No. Let's talk about... I really wanted to tell a story about Winnipeg, but I don't remember where I was going. Well, I mean, I can't help you with that, dude. I can't pull it out of you. I remember you, me, and Chi-Chi
1: Cruz ended up at somebody's pool. Uh-huh. At a girl's house?
0: I don't remember, but I remember we were in a cab. See, the idea of a podcast is you come and you tell stories. Forget it. You remember the stories and then you tell them. Right? Let's talk about when you first came in the WWE with with the gimmick that you have. I want to talk about the Winnipeg. (laughs) Well, then make it up. What happens? So um, uh, we went to Winnipeg and you're still trying to think about this, and it's really bugging you. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I know him so well. He won't be able to concentrate on anything else until he remembers this story. Oh, is it the one where we got in a cab? That, but there was... Uh, there
1: right, was just there move was on.
0: debauchery and stuff? No, it wasn't that bad. Well, okay. So, you finished with Winnipeg now? Yeah, I'm done. Okay. <laughs> so when you first came to the WWE, you were uh, in, in the vampire gang. I think that was actually... The, oh, sorry. I thought yeah. it was called the, the 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 Vampire Kids. What was it called? <laughs> yeah, uh,
1: Johnny Vampire.
0: <laughs> the Vampire Kids with the Z. Yeah. So tell yeah. me about that though. When you first came in, were, were you told you're going to be? Uh... Yeah, we were like these vampires. <laughs> <laughs> and that was it. <laughs> yeah, that was it. No. Oh yeah. No, yeah. No. It was funny because I was um,
1: um, I was doing. They didn't have like uh like NXT or they uh, they didn't have the Performance Center or anything like that at the time. They were they had uh, a couple rings set up at the at the um. At the studio in stanford and they would bring groups of guys down for like training camps for week-long training camps so at the end of those training camps they would book us on these spot shows um these little independent shows with uh, killer kowalski and they would just put you know the guys that were were in our little group give us matches and put them on that show so we get out there in front of a crowd mm-hmm. and i remember it was like a friday or a saturday we were down there at the end of the camp and um i think it was me and sean stasiak against the hardys that night and uh, it was a funny story actually. Um, so um, better than the Winnipeg one. Yeah. <laughs> Much better. <laughs> so the uh, so I think it was Bruce Prichard came up to us and he's like to me and he's like, hey, you're uh, we need you at the pay per view on Sunday. You're starting. And then he walked away. And I was like, well, so I kept following around I'm like, what am I doing? What he's like, I don't, I don't know, I don't know. And he's like, blowing me off obviously. And then he finally he's like, look, this is what what the plan is. Blah blah. blah. Um, so you know this is kind of what you need, and it was basically leading into the, the Gangrel's underling, mm-hmm. you know, Edge's long lost brother, the whole deal. And then I remember Jeff Hardy was so crazy, still is probably. But we, uh, so we're talking about this match, and like I said, there's probably like 150, 200 people in the crowd. And then he's like, "Yeah, man." And then you know, like you go to the floor, and then I'll just do this springboard, like moonsault off the off the top onto the floor, and there's like no pads on the floor; it's like concrete. And I was like, Jeff. Um, you sure you want to do that? We're like starting in like a couple of days. They told them they were starting. Also, I was like, you might get hurt. And he's like, No, man, I'm good. No one. Okay, let me put it to you another way. I might get hurt.
0: And he's like, Okay, I yeah, won't do it. Let's <laughs> not so, right. yeah. so get hurt before yeah. I start. Yeah. So, did you come in as as a single? Or did you come in as a
1: brood? No. So I came in as um, as a Gangrel was was feuding with Edge or starting a feud. Mm-hmm. So he ca- he basically. You know, had this spell over his brother, brought me in to kind of mess with Edge's head. I came down through the crowd like, and it was literally it was funny because at, I was still getting booked on independent shows even though I had a, at a developmental contract. So I still had a bunch of dates and stuff that I was doing, and I worked for this company called ECWA in in Delaware, and um, <clears throat> they always treated me really well. So um, the camp was ending on the Saturday, and I had a show in Delaware that that mm-hmm. night. So. Mm-hmm. Um, they said, hey, we'll fly you up Saturday. I was like, oh, man. So I went to them and said, look, you know, I, I, this guy treats me really well. I don't want to just leave him high and dry last second. Is there any way at all I can go do this show first? And they said, well, let's check. So they said, yeah, actually, we'll, let's see if we can get him to put you on before intermission. Then we'll uh, we'll get you to the airport in Philadelphia and we'll fly you up to Toronto because the, the pay-per-view was in Hamilton, Ontario, which is, you know, 45-minute yeah. drive from Toronto. So, um,. Uh, I went and did the the show in in Delaware. They went to the airport, probably in front of like maybe 175, 200 people. And then like less than 24 hours later, I'm on pay-per-view in front of 15,000 fans (laughs) and it just happens like that. And I was just like, I remember walking out and just being like looking around and uh, I had made the mistake, I had big, long hair. So I'd sprayed water on my hair, and it was so humid, all of a sudden I could like, feel my hair growing. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, it was like the Winnipeg story. I couldn't stop thinking about it. So I was like, I was like oh my god, my hair is so bright. And I'm looking around. But then I was like, now oh, you got to concentrate on this moment, because it's like the coolest thing ever. And I was like, I don't think my life's ever going to be the same after this moment. And it wasn't. It changed, changed within in an instant that, that night.
0: It's amazing how quickly it goes, too, because you're working so hard for years and years and years and yeah. making no money, and then suddenly, yeah. boom, here you are Yeah, that in, the was, big, in the big leagues. Yeah,
1: and, it's, you know, and then it's like you walk outside, and you expect to be that guy nobody knows, and they're like, oh, Chris, you're the guy that walked out of the crowd, and it's like, oh, man. Yeah, Instantly, yeah, right? Yeah, I'm over.
0: <laughs> but it's, it's funny, because even talking like with like AJ uh, Styles... Who? Uh, guy, good kid, good working I think I've kid. Heard of him? Um, he he was saying that you know he worked in TNA for ten years, and after one appearance in WWE, suddenly you're somebody, right? You know, people yeah. just one one time on TV, and, and you walk through an airport, and people recognize you. Yeah. That's how quick it goes.
1: Yeah, I mean, there there was times and like, so I'm not saying anything bad about TNA, but when I was there, I'd be walking through an airport and people were like, "Hey, are you retired?"
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> or like, you know, like, and that's not a knock. It's really not. And, no, and but I mean, that's it's, you're it's you're the right. truth. And and it's like, or like, "Hey, oh, it's cool you're doing stuff, but when are you going back?" You know, stuff like that. Right, right, like, right. You know, right, it's yeah. just that's just the. The world we live in thats sure the,
0: you know yeah WWE is the brand name right and everything else is kind of like if you're not in, if you're not in WWE, you, you to the majority of, of, of the wrestling fans you don't really exist at yeah. that point you know what i mean exactly what was your uh, relationship when you first came in was it vince russo that brought you in or who was hold that? on a second i'm thinking about winnipeg <laughs> <laughs> call back <laughs> was it Russo that was kind of uh yeah. Be- yeah.
1: behind you at that point in time? Yeah, they, well, he was very much into the characters and that sort of thing. So yeah, he had a lot to do with, with that. And I think he really liked the brood mm-hmm. thing. Um
0: that was a really cool Yeah, no, it was very thing, cool. Man.
1: Yeah, I was just talking with with um, some of the guys here earlier that they were talking about the, the music. And they're like, Oh, the way that you walk with the music had this like cool you know, you had this cool kind of swagger when you walked. It's like, yeah, because you felt that music. Mm-hmm. It was legit. Like it, you become something else once you hear that music. Like I could feel that music music In my bones when I walked, mm-hmm. and it was just something where if you watch all three of us, we're all just kind of like, like, hey, this is the coolest, like, we're smiling because, like, this is like the coolest entrance ever. I can't believe we got to do this. Like, yeah, I'm gonna get blood
0: spit on me here in a second. What did cool. the music sound like? What, what does I remember the brood music? Oh,
1: <sighs> <sighs> dude, dude, dude.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. Right. Oh, Christian's gonna be the breakout star. <laughs> <laughs> no one cares about Edge. <laughs> but that was, and then you guys would come up out of the fire on a, on a, like on a, on, yeah. a, po- on a podium. Yeah, or a it muscle? was crazy. So there was like on the, the
1: the old raw stage was higher, right? And they had like a little elevator deal and uh, there was a, they had one of the grates cut out that they would just pop out and then they took a rope and they like laced it with like kerosene, not kerosene, something that was flammable obviously, but they put this rope around and they put the wick down, the other end down through the the other side of the grate so they, just, they would just light it with a lighter and it would go, come on. And then like if you can listen or sometimes you could even catch a flash of it, like when we were off and we are halfway down the ramp, you could hear, there'd be somebody behind us with a fire, fire extinguisher. extinguisher putting it out, you know, and it's like... <laughs> <laughs> um, but I remember this, like, and the funny thing is, when you got on it, they could only lower it so far, so if we actually got on it and, st- and stood up, the, the... Like, our heads would stick out. So we got on it, and we'd be, like, kneeling, like, like, your knees are, like, throbbing, and you're like, God, oh, hurry up, and it's like... So then it was, like, we had to time it where it started to move, and we'd have to, like, kind of stand up all at the same time, heads so it is all moving. like... Yeah, so yeah. it was... I remember this one time, we... Um, I don't know if they put too much of the the flammable stuff on it or what, but like the flame was like shooting up like behind me, and I could just feel the heat. I'm like, oh my god, my hair is gonna light on fire! I'm <laughs> gonna like a fu- this giant furry fuzzy fireball walking down the ramp, stop, drop,
0: and roll at the top. <laughs> yeah, right, right. you know? kind of so, kills the coolness of yeah. the gimmick if you're actually lit yeah. on flame. Yeah, how was uh, uh, Gangrel, Dave Heath? When you did he help you when you came in? Yeah, or? you know he
1: did, of course. And I think that he was kind of put with us also to kind of you know, kind of ha- that like shows you young guys and they didn't have a lot of young guys there, right? So it was like, look, we're gonna invest in these young guys um, that that we think that can can stick around here and, and, and produce, but we gotta make sure we have guys around them that can that can help them and guide them and, and kind of you know, put us with a veteran so we didn't have to deal with some of the, the, the veteran stuff, you know. Right. So it was like it helped us a lot in that respect. But I think he realized too that we were just we were gung ho about everything, right? We were just like we're not happy with just being here. We we're going to go as far as we can while we're here. Mm-hmm. So we had a lot of ideas, and sometimes he'd be like, Guys, maybe just like, you know, just, mm-hmm. just relax, relax for a bit. And we're like, Why? Yeah. Like, we have ideas, you know, like, so it was like we were, so it was a little bit of that, but I think he was kind of more that old school, like, Hey, maybe just wait until yeah, it's I, We were I more mean, like, No, we got to. I remember one time there, you know?
0: talking to him, and he was like, You know, I've been a, a job guy for so long, it's hard for me to not think like yeah. that. And I was like, Dude, you got to go. Like, yeah. you've got this great gimmick. It's a great entrance. Yeah. You've got to take advantage of it. Yeah, and he, the
1: thing is, too, it's like, he, was just, he still, to this day, whenever he calls me, he calls me Squeaky. Squeaky? Squeaky, yeah. He's like, Squeaky! But it's like... Why are you Squeaky? Uh, squeaky wheel. And he was like, <laughs> he's like, yeah, you're like a Squeaky wheel. You just don't ever just shut up. And I was like, you know, sometimes just like, I was like, but like, I can give ideas, right? If they're good ideas, right? And he'd be right. like, maybe just, I was like, hey, man, Squeaky wheel gets the oil, right? So it's like, so that's... Squeaky. On, he... he to this there you day, go, guys. Me, that's something that, I never
0: knew that before. Yeah. You hear, heard it here first, on yeah. talk is Jericho. Squeaky. Yeah. If you guys want autographs Actually, later. Actually, I think I said it on
1: the other podcast I did this morning at 6 a.m. Oh, did you do know the yeah. other one? Yeah. Live at... Uh, the
0: Jimmy Marvin... Jim and Marvin Looter podcast. Luder's. Yeah. yeah that son yeah. of a bitch. Talk is Marvin Luter.
1: Talk is Jericho.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so uh, tell us about the first, uh, first time you ever met Vince. Do you remember? Um first interaction you had with him. Yeah, I do remember, actually. Was, yeah.
1: So I was I was wrestling for this promotion in Detroit called Insane Championship
0: Wrestling, brother. Is that the clown No, brother. What's that? Is that the Insane... Oh, no. No, like, no, no, okay. It
1: was called Insane Championship Wrestling. It was very much in the extreme Sure. It insane, brother. Yeah. yeah. So it was like we were the guys that kind of came in and just worked, but there was like around the guys that hit each other with lights and like mm-hmm. tacks and stuff like that, you know? So it was like... so. I remember, I, like, you know, they always give you free shirts, and when you're a starving wrestler making no money, you will take anything that you can get for free. So I had like all these, like,
0: if it's free, it's for me. Yeah. So it's like I
1: had all these, like, from all these little promotions that had all the t-shirts. So when I went for my first camp, um, there's a gym in the the headquarters in Stanford, so they took us all in to work out, and I was like, I didn't even think about it. I just put on my my insane championship wrestling t-shirt, <laughs> rolled into the gym at headquarters, and. Uh, Vince walks in, to gets to work out, and I'd never seen it. He, I guess he knew the camp was going on, obviously. Um, but he walks in, and I'm like, the first person he sees, he walks in, he goes, insane championship wrestling. <laughs> what the hell is that? <laughs> and then walks away, and I was like... <laughs> <laughs> Should I just like pack my bags now, or <laughs> like what should I what should I do here? And I was like, so that was like my very first interaction with him.
0: <laughs> did you ever tell him what it was? <laughs> I, I don't think so. <laughs> like I just let it go, stupid. let it blow over. <laughs> <laughs> over the, over the years, I remember when I first got there, um, Steve Austin told me he said, listen, you need to establish a relationship with Vince yeah. because it, he's a very intimidating no, is, yeah. guy. I mean, mm-hmm. even to this day, you're right. still always a little bit thrown off a bit. But how did your relationship get? When did you finally start getting that type of relationship with him?
1: Well. I mean, for the first little while, I was, like, scared to death of him. So it was, like, whenever, like, I'd come around a corner and I'd see him in a hallway, I'd just turn around and go the other way. It was much easier <laughs> than trying to talk to him. So I was, like, and then <laughs> and then one day, um, uh, kind of when the, the Edge and Christian and the Hardys were really starting, right right before that best of, uh, was it best of five or best of seven? Best of five, I think.
0: That culminated right, in the yeah, famous right, lab. Yeah, match. right
1: before we did that. We'd had some good matches, and we were like getting a lot of praise for our, for our live event matches and stuff like that we were doing with those guys. And um, same thing, I walked around a corner, and he was standing there, and I, there was like nowhere to run, right? So I was like, uh, it's kind of stuck. And I was like, uh, hi, Mr. Reagan. And he was like, Jay, how are you? And I was like, oh, I'm doing good. Like, oh, how's does, how does he know my name? I'm thinking, how's he know my name? And he was like, you guys have been having great matches. And I was like. Uh, yeah, we're trying. He goes, keep up. Keep up the good work. And then they walked away. So I was like, okay, he knows, knows who I am, knows what I'm doing, and the whole deal. So it wasn't long after that it was the first time we actually went to pitch him an idea, which was the best of five series. And um, we actually even went to him and said, look, we have no idea how, like, what is hanging, but the, the idea is we're all fans of the Shawn Michaels Razor Ramon ladder match. Um, we'd like to kind of redo that match with tag teams. We'd, nothing like that's been done, so we kind of want to put a new spin. Right, it yeah. Kind of, you know.
0: Yeah, bring it know, to bring the bring modern it, era. Yeah, yeah,
1: so um, this is our idea. We do a different match. And then it culminates, uh, each match is a different match, different stipulation, but it culminates in a tag team, first ever tag team ladder match. We just don't know what the prize is. And we're like, you know, we don't want to step out of bounds here and say, hey, one of us should be champions, it should be the championships, whatever. But that's when they came up with the Terry Invitational Tournament for her managerial services and 100 grand.
0: (laughs) (laughs) 100 grand? Yeah.
1: With a big check? (laughs) Yeah.
0: It was a a sack of money. (laughs) (laughs) So that's what the ladder match was for. Yep. I always thought it was for the titles. No, after that it was. So, so yeah. the first she's shaking her head. Sorry, I should know better. The history yeah. of wrestling. Okay. <laughs> so it was for a sack of money, or was Not it just for, a was sack it? of
1: money, Chris? There was a hundred grand in sorry, there, Sorry,
0: man. <laughs> Come on. Canadian or American? <laughs> I don't know. So, but when you when you went up to whoever won, did you guys win that match, or did the Hardys win? I don't remember. The Hardys won. I think. So they pulled a bag. We were ahead on points. <laughs> <laughs> the Russian judge screwed you <laughs> over. but So they pulled the bag off. It was an actual bag.
1: Yeah. But like I think there was like foam like that's in the turnbuckle <laughs> pad or something that was in it, but it was like. I didn't know that. Yeah, and I remember like Jeff went up there, and I would see him struggling with it. And he was like yanking on the thing. And I'm like, my god, this thing's not going to come off. And he actually had really like pulled it. And that's why he fell off, because he had to really yank the thing oh, off. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs>
0: So, so he he's literally fell. Yeah, he literally fell. Wow. <laughs> he just turned like British there for a second. You're like, literally. He literally fell oh. off the ladder. There's oh. someone over there from England. Hello. Yeah. Hello, love. Hello. <laughs> That's one of the, the famous rivalries from the Attitude Era, though, I'd say, would be the uh, uh, Edge and Christian versus the Hardys. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, you guys had so many great matches. Yeah, we did. And then you threw the Dudleys in there. And right. It was a... Uh, it was uh, lightning in a bottle, kind mm-hmm. of. You know? Like, it was just because you guys worked for a year, two years with those. That yeah, three and then it was like that whole
1: like kind of like trade off. You know, they would go together, and we'd like go with like Too Cool or something, or, or you know, uh, X Pac and Road Dogg or, or, or something to that effect. And then we'd always kind of come back like us and then Dudley's and then
0: us and the Hardys and then kind of like uh, that whole kind of,
1: you know, work, what, the, work the circuit, brother.
0: Was it you guys that brought the uh, the midget Hardys out? Yeah, <laughs> actually, tell us about that.
1: Is there someone here that might have done that? Who? What are you talking about? What? <laughs> Somebody in, t- in attendance might have had a lot to do with that.
0: Oh, okay, yes. There's, there's, a, a, there's a former head writer of the WWE's here, but we're not going to point He's him out. He's wearing a mask. He's wearing a hood. He's wearing a mask. Under so his could, alter ego, the So you could be kid. sitting next to the head writer of Raw for many years. Just yeah. look to your left and right. You yeah. don't know who it's going to be.
1: Watch what you say.
0: Yeah, that's right. So tell, tell us about that, though. With the, I just remember the, the midget Yeah,
1: parties. no, we, I, they, it was actually when WWE New York was was kind of... In full swing. So they would take talent um, up on Mondays to do live shots from the restaurant. Oh, yeah. So they would have like viewing parties and stuff of, of, of raw live. So I think it was the, I don't know if both teams were up there or one of them was. Um, but yeah, that's kind of, we were just, we were going to give them a rematch or something. And I can't remember how it ex- the whole thing played out, but we were just like doing Edge and Christian stuff, right? So it was like, it was just so funny, like. Seen this little guy come in, he looked just like Bubba would look, but in, like, well, little Those were mid-
0: midget Dudleys. There was, we had midget Dudleys and midget, and midget Hardys. And midget Hardys, yeah. I remember the midget Hardy yeah. in, in Greensboro, North Carolina. I
1: remember Carolina. Well, the one guy showed up, and he wasn't, he wasn't short enough. Like, he was, he was just a, he wasn't a little person. He was just a short person. Okay, so right. he was like, they're like, we can't use him. He's, he's just a short guy. <laughs> we need like so it was like wait it wasn't me that said it was like but it, you know that's so we had to keep but the Damn funny th- but the funny thing is and uh, the the the, so, the the head writer I know you're out there we were all standing there like god where can we we were like in like Greenville North Carolina or something where, where can we find when all of a sudden we look and there's like a guy and he worked at the arena and he's carrying stuff and we're like <laughs> Hey, hey, you! Come here! And he comes over, and he was like literally like, like moving chairs in the back, and like an hour later, he's live on Raw. You know what I mean? It
0: was like, yeah. I remember they just had yeah. these horrible wigs yeah. on, yeah. and you put the whole thing on there. Yeah.
1: But we're like, who could we? Where could we find in Greenville, North Carolina? <laughs> what you know?
0: It was one of those Midget. moments. Yeah. Midget. So. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> um, it, it's, it's great because you're talking about being a, a tag team. Uh, you and I were a pretty formidable tag we team. We were thrown together. Thrown together. Um, tell why were we thrown together? What happened? Um, it was um, Raw
1: Roulette in um, Vegas. In Vegas, and it was uh, a TLC match. Mm-hmm. And it was basically you. Um, God, I can't remember who the uh, Kane. You It was Kane and Hurricane. Yeah, me, you, and I. Jeff and Van Dam. Right. Yeah. And it was, uh, I think it was you, you guys were up for the match, but you had to pick a partner that had already been in a TLC match. Oh, okay. And that's when you came and you were like, I was your number one pick.
0: Yeah, right, right. Yeah. Because uh, I was told that to, to, to pick. No, you weren't. Yeah, 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 yeah. I actually tried to pol- politic my way out of it, but they well, didn't well, let me... they're like, there's nobody else in TLCs. So we'll- yeah, well that, that's what I was trying to say. I was trying to, I was trying to get the midget like, you're Hardy. Are you sure
1: nobody's actually. had like a TLC match in like
0: Rio or something? <laughs> yeah, Rio, Rio de Janeiro. Yeah. The TLC match. The midget Hardy yeah, actually. You have to was my be a real wrestling fan partner. to get that reference. Yeah, because because yeah. the first Intercontinental Championship. A tournament. In tournament. In Rio took place in Rio de Janeiro, which was a big work and never actually did. So they always said that Pat Patterson won the was the first yeah. Intercontinental Champion yeah. and he won it in Rio de Janeiro. Yeah. So there was a TLC in Rio de Janeiro with the Midget Hardy. Yep. I'm going to keep throwing that joke out there. <laughs> yeah. um, so, so, Actually, I think it was in Winnipeg. <laughs> with the look. So yeah, did we win that TLC match? I'm not sure. No, no we no. didn't. No, we didn't. We won but that. we were the big winners in the end. Chris. Yeah, in the end, we were winners, right? Yeah. Exactly. But w- they put us together as a team, and this happens quite often. They will throw a couple guys together, yeah. and suddenly you have this great chemistry. No, Kane wrestled the match himself because himself. Hurricane got taken out. Hurricane was so angry. To this yeah. day, he's still pissed win, off no. about it. Yeah. But but the, they put us together, and suddenly we have this great chemistry. Yeah. And um, it's funny because earlier today we were signing some pictures, and somebody had a picture of us uh, with our towels, our towels on. Yeah. Which right. is one of my favorite stories. Yeah. Oh, he's got it right there. Yeah, yeah. show it around. So that everyone see yeah. it. It's Picture of us wearing towels,
1: and I insisted on having a, a bathing cap. A bathing cap, which is great. I think I made someone go buy one. I was like, yeah, let's I'm tell a the whole. Doing
0: it. Let's tell the whole story about this. We had right. just come back from India. Yep, remember? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're the guest. Yeah, it yeah, was long... a long flight. <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> Airplane <laughs> I'll, I'll, food wasn't so great. I'll take over. No, we, so we everyone we got, was we got, sick. Everyone was sick. Book, uh, Booker got Booker sick. Booker T was like dying of, of dehydration. We were, no, we were
1: supposed to do it with with Booker and Goldust. We, we were supposed, supposed to do to that match with Booker and Goldust. Yeah, and all of a sudden, you and I was like, it was like. Did The show, show start at nine, then start at nine, then right. So it was like it was like forty five minutes before the show went live, and all of a sudden we're standing there. I think we were like getting taped up in the trainers room, and then it's like, yeah, I guess we should really get with those guys and run first, see what's going on. And then they see Booker get wheeled Cardio by the a stretcher. In a, in a stretcher with an IV, and we're like, go out in the hall, and they're like, yeah, he's not wrestling tonight, and he was like dehydrated or whatever it was. And then we're like, well, now? What are we gonna do? And they just like the 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 Dudleys were were on heat, I think it was mm-hmm. against somebody, and they pulled them off heat, and they're like, you guys are now wrestling first. It was like a long match. Three Cause, segment cause, match
0: first opening off yeah, the show. And, um,
1: and then we had all these bits that we were doing throughout the show where they were going to, st- the Goldust and Booker were going to steal our towels and we had to do them all like
0: Well the The, live bit, line, the yeah. bit was that, that <clears throat> originally Goldust and Booker but then the Dudleys, they steal our clothes from the, from the locker room. So we spend the rest of the show in our towels, half naked, trying to find our clothes. Right. Culminating to, we, uh, the Dudleys have the clothes in the ring, They're throwing stuff out of our bag and then we go out there and then Spike comes out and pulls our towels off. So the original pitch was that we'd be actually naked on stage for real. For real. Yeah. And I'm like, what? I was like, let's do it. (laughs) And yes, you guys have to be literally naked on stage. I'm like, there's no Way I'm going to be (laughs) naked on stage. And they're like, why not? And I said, listen, you tell Vince there's no way I'm standing naked on stage. So then, guys, uh, Vince wants to see you in his office. (laughs) Is there an issue there, pal? Everything okay, pal? Yeah. I'm like, no, everything is not okay. You want us to be naked on the stage? And what was he saying? He was like, "Yes, I like, want." Well, this. you know, you can't really, you know, we, you know,
1: want to. What do you say? We, we, we
0: want to. How are you supposed to fake that? Yeah, yeah you can't fake that. Like, like, how are you supposed to fake being naked on stage? <laughs> and it's like, dude, there's like, there's kids, kids out uh, there. There's like, there's there's little girls out there. There's big girls out there. Like, what? Yeah. You, <laughs> you know what are you, I've been swimming all day. It's cold <laughs> outside. <laughs> and he's like, well, then what do you suggest? And I was like, well, why don't you put like one of those little like Rubik's Cube yeah. distortion things? Somehow we got
1: the seamstresses to make us skin colored thongs.
0: <laughs> yeah. thongs. Yeah. Skin colored thongs. So we put the skin colored thongs yeah. on and then put the digital distortion over Changed top. Changed my it. life. Changed yeah, yeah. Well, and that was literally what uh, that was literally what they yeah. wanted us to do, mate. Yeah so yeah so that was the time yeah and so we went out there and then Spike uh, pulled our towels off and then we run around <clears throat> oh we're so naked and that's basically what happened but he yeah. did really want us to be naked on stage yeah I have a confession to make what I'm wearing a skin colored thong, thong. <laughs> and no pants <laughs> <laughs> he's taking his pants off ladies and gentlemen uh, and, and of course the other thing too is that when the Dudleys are going to go through our bag uh, Vince wanted us to have women's underwear in our, in our bag yeah and I was like, like, once again, like, what? Not yeah. What? Well, uh, oh, you have women's underwear in your back. So now we're, tra- now we're now naked transnational. Well, tra- now it's like,
1: OK, he doesn't mind having ideas as long as they're better ideas, right? Yeah. Like, like, well, what, what do you suggest then? You have to have an idea, right? And right. I think the unnamed raw writer that's he was, here, was, here was here. like, what about ice cream? <laughs> and what? You know, ice cream. And he's like, huh, <laughs> huh. That's great. And then it was like, so that's what it that's that's what it turned
0: into. And I'm like,
1: Fuck, we gotta find a jar of ass cream. Like
0: <laughs> we go to props. Yeah, hey, yeah. Uh, I think it was Richie Posner at yeah. the time of the props. Hey Richie, yeah. can you make us a jar of ass cream? He's like sure, yeah. extra large, a jumbo <laughs> size? Yeah. So that's what yeah, Bubba pulls out, like, oh, well, look at this. There's a clothes here and you got your yeah. boots here. And
1: yeah.
0: Ass cream? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What do you do with ass cream, might I ask? <laughs> what is ass cream and what do you do with it, might I ask? But then you brought the, the ass cream back. Yeah, it's, it, it comes up every now and again.
1: It <laughs> pops up. And I remember, too, the, the name Raw Rider was like, do you want. Um, do you want it to say "33% more" or "33% 33% more ass"? I was
0: like, "Oh yeah, more ass for sure." <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, "Okay, so we had to put it on the label: ass cream yeah. now with 33% uh, more ass." ass. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, you brought it back with. And gold
1: that was dust. like this. Yeah, and the second one. And that's what like like Goldust says. He pulled it out of his Santa bag, and he's like, "I brought something for you too." And he's like, you've been a bad boy. I was like, "I'm gonna you. Yes, you have. But I brought you something anyway. And then I, I was like, he hands it to me, and I was like, "Ass cream? This is Jericho's. I don't use any ass cream." And he's like, and then all of a sudden he looks at me, and goes, "With 33% more ass!" <laughs> that's the thing. And I was
2: like, oh. so I was like,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right yeah, your mouth. Yeah. It's Jericho's. It's yeah. Jericho's. Um, we had a good series with Booker and, 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 and we did, Goldfest. yeah. They were yeah. Uh, really funny guys and then the great char- characters as well. No,
1: they were, and it was like it was funny too because the, the dynamic, and they were such on the opposite end of the spectrum, right? Like mm. this weird guy that, that wears makeup and is just like crazy, and Booker's like funny, but he could be serious, and it was almost like he liked him, but he didn't like him, and he kind of felt sorry for him. It just worked, and it was like it was good for our kind of heel foil, like you know, to be yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. that because we were just like these idiots, and so. But remember I was, that one match, the, uh, the rope broke?
0: Yes. And we worked like half the match with a broken the rope. The second rope broke. I went yeah. to do the, 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 the drop kick yeah. onto the apron side. Yeah, and, and I was there, like, why too
1: short is not getting up to that top rope <laughs> without that middle rope? Dude, I
0: jumped up yeah. there like a gazelle. Yeah. Like a gazelle. Or is yeah. it a Giselle? One of the two. Yeah. I jumped up there huge, man. That was yeah. great. We used to do this spot where uh, Goldust <laughs> used to do the, uh, he would put you in, in, in the corner and put your legs apart. And then he would run and give you a kick in the balls. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah, so, the Golden Globes. Golden Globes, the, or Shadow Dreams, which it was a both. it I was both? I think it might have been Golden Globes first, I think, and they might have Shadow Dreams second. You know? So I would go up, and he would put me in the position, yeah. then he would go to do it, but then you'd attack him from behind. Or I'd pull his foot when he went you'd to run. Pull his foot when he yeah. went to run, and then he would end up, what would he do? He'd bring you back in, and then he would throw your head into my balls. Yeah,
1: yeah, oh, yeah, there's, yeah, there was, that's right, yeah, then he would, I would go to, I can't remember what it was, uh, and then I would, basically. Yeah, he, he would, I would go to sneak attack him, he'd stop me, and then, yeah, he'd ram me into your into my
0: genitalia ball bag yeah yeah which always elicited a huge response yeah. from people like you yeah. thank you uh and then of course uh famous though it's it's been it's been 10 12 years the famous madison square garden jericho versus christian uh wrestlemania match wrestlemania 20. Was that- that was yeah here. Well, thank you yeah new york city good times I never watched that match back no no I never watched it you don't need to when it's good <laughs> <laughs> but it was uh. a good it was a good feud it started out uh. with uh it was it was you and me and we were it's gonna see who could bang the leader Trish <laughs> first <laughs> and the winner would get one Canadian dollar. Canadian dollar a loony, uh. <laughs> a, loony yeah. a loony, right uh. which was totally uh, a derivative from trading places which is where I think the idea might have come from, where they yeah. make a bet to destroy someone's life and for This $1. is how much
1: one Canadian dollar meant to me, apparently, that we won that um, the Bischoff versus Stone Cold um, Survivor Series match, and then because we won, he was going to give each one of us a favor. <laughs> So instead of, like, using mine for, like, a world title match or something like that, I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to use mine to g- keep Lita, you know, so she doesn't get fired.
0: <laughs> that was <real. laughs> yeah, Like, if you think about it, like, logically. Like, and I forgot they yeah. gave us a wish. Yeah. And you kept Lita from getting fired. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's kind of a... a, a I yeah. wanted to win that dollar. <laughs> yeah, really bad. Do you remember... Because we, we did all that stuff, too, with, like, the, uh, the, um, the sandwich boards with Austin. Uh, yeah, the... Uh, hell no, we won't go. We were getting... Austin was the commissioner. Oh, because it was a hostile work environment, right? So we were out there, like, um, drunk with power. Yeah, 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 Austin's drunk with power. They would have us do all those comedic, like, ridiculous, funny things uh, because they knew we could get it over, right? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So then um, we do the WrestleMania 20 match, which starts out with, um, I think, was Trish... She wasn't out there. She, didn't she wasn't run out, out to there. The end. Right, right, right. So and
1: what did you? Remember? I had put her in your finish like the week or two before, and so we hadn't seen her, heard from her since. She was gone. Right. Yeah. But she, was, that, she was, was distracting you from our tag team. Because con- uh, that's our, what led to our us. conquest. To re- see, it's always a girl the, that, that leads two
0: guys. Yeah. It's bros before hoes, man. You should have known that. <laughs> I,
1: I did know that. Apparently, you didn't. Oh, I didn't know that.
0: Yeah. Was it, I, I can't remember that match though. but I remember. Um, was it? Uh, have you seen it? Is it good? it was like probably the stole the show <laughs> uh, it was a good match yeah, I, yeah. Remember, I haven't watched it
1: back in years but i i, I do remember watching it back um uh, and there was like i mean there was i think a, a spot in there where we went up and we were going to do like a butterfly suplex or something from the top rope and just because there's not much room up there and there was like some oil on the rope or something but i slipped and fell back down but somehow you kind of caught me in like Pulled me back up and somehow it worked out better. It was like more real, almost. Mm. Like I like stuff like
0: that, you know. Like, I it's like how you like, said, there was oil on the ropes, and yeah. then you just fucked like, up. Like
1: <laughs> I think, like, I think, I stepped on my. <laughs> I think I, like of, I stepped on your shoelace. The fan ran in the ring yeah. and pulled my leg, or there something was like, like that. Somebody opened the, the bay door at the back, and there was <laughs> yeah. like a breeze that came through. I, <laughs> I think there was okay, an earthquake man. too. That yeah, night. that's
0: right, and a typhoon, yeah. and a tsunami. Um, but the, the other one that that was, what makes me uh, that I think about was we had a ladder match in Portland. Yeah, and we had worked on this finish
1: (laughs) yeah and i remember i was just coming back from like a back injury and like i'd run in and and then adam had gotten hurt so they had it was supposed to be you and adam and they switched to me and you because i was just cleared to come back Mm -hmm. from a back injury and then you he got hurt so i was like oh cool first match back ladder match ease right into it yeah yeah Yeah. so but yeah we worked on the spot where for the finish where the finish where you were gonna swing the belt and it yeah. was, we were fighting, both trying to grab it, and then you swung it, and then it would hit me in the back of the head, and I would fall off.
0: And that was the finish, yeah. Because if, sw- if you swing the belt, it goes all the way this way, and then comes straight back, and it would perfectly hit him in the face. Yeah. And we tried it, like, And it worked, like, 20 10 times. And it worked yeah, like every time, whoosh, yeah. Perfect. Oof. Bam. So it's like, what yeah. a finish. We've never seen this before. Yeah. It's, it's hard when you do yeah, a ladder yeah. match to, to think c- of stuff that's new. And that's and
1: and dramatic. And right. it's like, you know, that's shocking. Yeah. You know, so to get all those, because, those, you know, we work for reaction, right? So it's like, yeah. when you're trying to to, to to get the most out of the moment. So then it, here goes a swing, and I'm like, it's I see it come back, and it's
0: like this, and I'm like, oh yeah it, so I'm like I swang it and it goes, and then of course it just yeah, goes there was yeah. some oil on I think the it rope.
1: might have like, I think I think, I, yeah, I think it might have like <laughs> grazed my head or something, and I was it like was really, and bad. I was like, I, I think I just went to you, bulldog, and he just bulldog me off a thing, and that was it,
0: and then climbed back yeah. up again, but it so. was so bad because, like you said, you see it okay, here we go, okay here we go, bite, here we go <clears> baby, like fight, 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 swing the belt, and it goes super straight, and then it just completely goes like <laughs> and yeah. you know. When you're in the course of a ladder match, it's very real because it's 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 dangerous. You can get hurt. You do feel. I think I I remember I fell on the ladder on my ass. Yeah, it penetrated me. (laughs) Yeah, I've I've been penetrated by a steel ladder, ladies and gentlemen, for real. That's not even a joke. And it's, so, you're like, you're, you're in the moment, and then the, the illusion is there. And as this thing is coming back, and I can tell that it's moving, and it's not going to hit you, the whole thing just goes, womp, womp, womp. Yeah,
1: yeah. And you're like, ah. Oh. The like, thing is, too, you're have the best match in the world if the finish gets, it just kills the whole thing. It kills me. it, yeah. But and it's, it's
0: like, just like we, uh, I, I, I still, like, we... That that never should have been approved. Like we should mm. never have been allowed, like here's the finish. Yeah. Are you sure it's gonna work? It just worked every time. Yeah. Which means it's not gonna work. But you know what though? It's I don't know. Sometimes you gotta take risks.
1: Yeah. Well. I mean, for all the ones that got right, one is bound to happen here <laughs> yeah. or there, right? So and I'll give like... you a
0: sweet bulldog from the top yeah. at least of the ladder. Yeah, yeah exactly. Come on, so, baby. What? Say, so
1: come on, baby. Yeah.
0: There you go. So then you, you go on to, like you said, we're two-time WWE champion. Um, and this is something, like, when we're kids and you're always pretending to be the champ, you know, you're talking about growing up in Toronto and... and, and I still pretend to be the champ. Yeah. <laughs> you're wearing the belt right now with yeah. your uh, with your, your flesh-colored thong. Yeah. So, I mean, to to know that you were a WWE champion, I mean, now, you know, I mean, I think, is that still the highlight of your career, maybe?
1: Yeah, I think so. I think that, like, like I mean, I, I'm not pulling the wool over anybody's eyes, I'm not like the most decorated champion in the history of, of the company by far, but it's, it's one of those things. I don't think you get to that spot, um, even if it's for, what, no matter what, what amount of time, whether it's for an hour, whether for it's for two hours, or whether it's for 365 days, you, know, you, you have to be able to, to be, be believable in that spot. You know what I mean? So I think that just my body of work up to that moment, yeah, it took me a long time, but I built up enough equity, I think, in myself as a performer and as a character that people believed it when I became champion, you know? And and, and it, I think it meant a lot too to fans, which meant a lot to me. And because uh, people were asking for it for a long time, they wanted to see it, I wanted to see it. And um, yeah, it was definitely a highlight of
0: my career for sure. You had gained the respect from the fans at that point. So <coughs> when you got it, they were happy for you.
1: Yeah. pretty much yeah but i mean (laughs) because no they were and uh, there there was a huge uproar when when i when i when i lost it like tv time like tv time was five days there was like there was like it was kind of like twitter was kind of coming to the forefront of people like voicing their opinions and stuff like that so there was like a lot of uh like uproar backlash and stuff like that and people were kind of even like talking to randy like it was his fault like he had something to do with it not this and that and like tell you right now randy loved working with me and vice versa he was Probably my, my favorite one on one opponent. Really? Yeah. I mean, we just had this chemistry that you, was just every time we 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 locked up, we d- we did something great. I think, and and we just um, so yeah, it was weird that he kind of got a backlash, like oh, he's, he was burying him, didn't want to do it, and this and that. No, he was like pushing, like I don't want to do this. I think it's the wrong thing. Like the, he was actually saying that,
0: you know. Mm-hmm. So because you lost the title. Yeah, he didn't want to do it. Basically, the yeah, next day, after and you then you it was
1: like when we, we, we sat down and explained that look, there's a long term. Plan here, you know what I mean? And, um, you know, one of you guys needs to turn heel, and Randy just turned babyface, so this is how we have to do it, you know? And so it was fine. And, like, it, to me, it's like, man, there's a, the, the, we're, we're going to some cool places with this. It's going to be a fun ride. You know what I mean? Sometimes
0: you've got to let it, let it play out and just enjoy the ride and just not try to read too much into it. I always like to when people go, like, oh, Braddy's Baron Christian, like as if we have any choice. Yeah, right. Like I'm telling you right now, I don't care if you're John Cena on down. If, if Vince tells you what the finish is, that's the finish. You're not changing it. No. You know, and and I think a lot of times fans think that oh this guy's barren, this guy's. There's no burials. You do basically what you're told, and that's how it goes. And that's and that's the bottom line of, of how the business works. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I'm still thinking about Winnipeg. I'm sorry, I can't.
0: <laughs> but I mean, you, when you're talking about uh, turning heel, I think you were always kind of a more natural heel than babyface. Yeah, I think so too. And um,
1: I mean, I think you know me well enough to know that I'm a pretty sarcastic guy. Like you know, and um. You know, my, uh, my brother always, my younger brother always tells me, he says, uh, God, if you, have, if you know a person has buttons, you will just push them until they, are like, snap. And then it's like, hey, what's up? I was just kidding. You know, it's like, so I very much tried to, to be that guy on, on television, just crank the volume way up and be that annoying kind of, you know, I'm obviously not the biggest guy in the world, but I, like, wanted to be that guy that was a, a chicken shit, backpedaled, cheated to get a guy down and then when i did then i was the biggest toughest guy in the world mm-hmm. when i cheated to get a guy down and then like you know have the people in the audience being like man i think i can kick this guy's ass why is he how is he doing this you know like i wanted to be that you know what i mean right get under people's skin that way
0: and and you know i
1: think i think i was pretty good at it
0: do you remember when you were cutting the baby face promo in Cornwall, Ontario? Cornwall yeah <laughs> they're like you're gonna be a baby face time i'm like what they're like yeah we he were was like, like, sh- on somebody sh- yeah someone shows he had to be a baby face
1: <clears throat> yeah I was in the middle of my uh of of my heyday of being a, a heel and we were in Canada this little town and like there were like odd number of baby faces and heels like you're Canadian you're from here they'll probably cheer you anyway go ahead and just so I'm out there like okay well I guess I'll have to cut a promo and trying to like be a, be nice I wasn't used to cutting like babyface promos. so I was like nah, nah, nah. And I see this one guy talking, he's like to his buddy, and he was distracting me like the Winnipeg story, right? So he was like, ah, I'm looking at him, and I just go, hey, num nuts. And he was like, I'm trying to turn baby face here. <laughs> like, and he, he's like, what? I don't think anybody <laughs> understood, said, but it was... For He's like, yeah, yeah. Right.
0: I love Canada, I love Ontario, I love Cornwall, you people are so great. Hey, numb nuts, shut up! Trying to be a baby face here. <laughs> reaction was not uh, what you expected. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> let's talk about some of your nicknames that you had. Uh, the one, yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. Talk about the CLB, the creepy little bastard. Yeah, that was funny because it actually started with like Steve
1: Austin and I had this like weird rapport, like we're like buddies, but we always kind of like bag on each other all the time. It's like, Hey, what's up, you miserable piece of shit? Hey, not bad, you stupid idiot. Like just like like that. Like we'd be like, just how much can we run each other down when we see each other? And like sometimes if people don't know us, I'll be like, hey, you moron, whatever it is, like and then people be like, Oh my god, did he just say that to Steve Austin. And it's like, you know, but we had that kind of rapport, and then like one day we're sitting in, in like in catering or something, and I said something to him, and he's like, I said something turned around and said something to me, hey, creepy little bastard. And then uh, somehow somebody heard it and it might have been the the unnamed raw writer might have heard it. And then it was like, yeah, it turned into like when he was the authority figure and we were kind of going against him, he just kind of said it on on air and it just kind of stuck from there. And I actually had an idea at the time too where I was like, hey, this might be a good merchandising thing where there's like a creepy little bastard shirt. And it's like, I obviously don't want to wear it because like I'm not, or in my mind, I I wasn't, right? You're definitely
0: not little. (laughs) But, uh... (laughs) Winnipeg? (laughs) Oh, Winnipeg. Okay, so the no, no so, the merchandise? so, my idea
1: was that it was like so. He made like he he had the shirt made for merchandising, and I had to wear it or I was like fired or whatever it was. But he like, and I always tried to like leave it somewhere, and somehow it would always find me before I got out, and I had to wear this creepy <laughs> little bastard shirt. And like I think I was like I think people would wear a creepy little bastard shirts, and I was like my I never ended up never came to me, fruition. No,
0: but <laughs> Vince yeah. loved that name. Yeah, he was he would yeah. always call you that, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. You can make a lot of money being a creep, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can make a lot of money being a creepy little bastard, yeah, yeah <laughs> and then uh, what about Captain charisma?
1: that was um I was off with an injury, and um i was uh I was off for about four months, it was my first like injury, and I was sitting at home and I was trying to think of something kind of different for when I came back, and I wanted some sort of nickname like. Heartbreak kid, or something to that effect that I could add to Christian, because Christian obviously is just a one like, single name, right? So it's like, very just plain. So I kind of th- like, maybe I should, I should have a nickname. I'd add something when I come back, maybe a little bit of. And it seems like the right time to do it, coming back to be fresh again. So I was just sitting there. And I don't know how I came up with the name, but I was making dinner in the kitchen. I said to my wife, I was like, hey, let me ask you a question. She's like, what? And she's like brutally honest. Like, I mean, you know, or she's, she will just tell you what she thinks straight up. So I was like, hey, I had this idea for a nickname. She's like, what is it? I was like, what about Captain Charisma? She goes, that's the stupidest name I've ever heard in my life. And I went, perfect. I'm using it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so no, And that kinda, was it? That was a, then I just, I said it about myself in, uh, in a promo when I came back. I called myself that. And then, of course, Lawler picked up on it. And he started, <laughs> yeah, Charisma. Yeah, yeah, he kept the, you know, he kept and then Jerry's like, why does he keep calling himself that? And then like, and then Lawler's like, because that's what, you know, and then that's kind of, you know, that's how it kind of came about.
0: Jerry was really good at that. If yeah. you said something, he would pick it out and, and yeah. focus in on it. Yeah. You know? he, he was really good at helping you yeah. to get over the character, yeah. you know? which is good. Yeah. You mentioned Randy Orton as, as an opponent that you enjoyed. Who else did you enjoy working with? <laughs> no one. Just Randy, yeah. yeah. And you only worked with Randy because you had to. Yeah. Yeah. If, if you could clone yourself, <laughs> yeah. it would be the perfect <laughs> Work opponent. Work myself, it would be perfect.
1: No, um, god, there's so many. Obviously, the Hardys and Dudley's, we had great one with those guys. Uh, you and I working together, and, and we always had good matches, singles matches too. I remember one time when uh, ECW, when I came back in ECW, and you had a bunch of stuff going on, you literally, like we used to do ECW before. Uh, yeah, before
0: SmackDown? It before Raw. Before Raw. Yeah,
1: yeah. and um, so we had to do it super early, and like, I think it actually started at like 6.30, this was definitely before the three hours so Rob was still on at nine i think we started at like six thirty or 7 like and i don't think you showed up because you had a bunch of other stuff going on um and you showed up and you had no idea that you were even booked on ecw it was something they came up with that day right. and you walked in and we were like already in the middle of shooting stuff to put on the show like backstage segments and stuff like that and remember you walked in with your bags it was like literally an hour i think before we were supposed to go out because um a lot of times they would, they would do the championship match first on, on ecw so
0: we just right, like, what it do you want to do the first match of the taping that's yeah. right yeah and it was like what do you want to do and we're
1: like we just like let's do a little finish and we'll just see what happens and yeah. it was a great match yeah. yeah, really i remember good. that we had that yeah. chemistry yeah.
0: i think that might have been the last time we ever worked I think it might have been was there yeah. I, I remember another time when uh, no
1: no i think we no i think we did a couple of times i think we did in, uh, in yeah. toronto
0: you code breakered me when
1: I jumped off the top rope. I can't remember exactly what it was for or some sort of tournament or something. Okay. Beat the clock or something like that.
0: Oh, one of those ones, yeah. because yeah. I remember after the ECW when I said to Stephanie, like, yeah. can Jay and I start a program again? She's like, oh, he's going to SmackDown oh. and I was on Raw with the, with the other original yeah. brand split. Did you work a lot? That's with... what I told her to tell you. I was like, just tell him SmackDown. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, he's on Raw? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you work a lot with uh, with Eddie Guerrero ever? Not enough,
1: unfortunately, but we a couple times. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, yeah, enough. I mean, there's always quick TV matches, so nothing really where we could really kind of sink our teeth into it and really. But somebody, I definitely wish I had the chance to 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 do more with and have like a long match or even a program, whatever. But yeah, unfortunately, they were always just quick. Yeah, I never had
0: any program with Eddie um, in in WWE, which was, you know, people always say, oh, you and Eddie work so much. We only worked in WCW, never in WWE, very briefly, like you said. What about Owen Hart? I got a chance to travel
1: with him a bit because he was in Calgary. So a lot of times he would connect in Toronto, and at the time I was still living in Toronto, so we would end up on the same flight a lot of times. And he was such a funny guy and such a good guy, but he taught me a lot about traveling. Look, this is what you need to do to get to here, like get in and out of places. He was a master of getting out of airports getting in the cars getting like getting home and like getting to places real quick.
0: Yeah, I remember he uh, he would only carry uh, he would just travel with carry on. Yep. He never checked a bag yeah. because he always wanted to just get off the plane and go. Yeah. And like it would be a little wee like almost yeah. like a shaving yeah. kit. Like yeah. that's all that's all you have. Yeah. He's like that's all I need. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I remember another time too he he he, uh, he said always get to the airport a half an hour early and have a coffee. Because that way you don't have to rush. And every time I'm rushing, I always think, oh, I should listen yeah. to Owen. You get yeah. there half an hour early. Because that's the hard part people don't understand. It's like the wrestling matches themselves are hard. But it's the travel it's harder, to get yeah. in and out. That's the hardest part. Yeah. Especially you know?
1: if there's like a flight delay or something like that. Like I remember this one time we were, I was on, a, on my way to uh, Omaha, Nebraska for, uh, for a live event. And I was working with Booker uh, for the Intercontinental title at the time. And um, I had all these flight delays, man. It was a nightmare. And I remember getting into Omaha, the show started at 7.30 and I landed at like 8.30. So the show was already on like an hour in. And at the time we were going on like first or second. And I remember I called, I don't remember who was the the producer or agent, whatever it was, I called and they were like, don't worry, we bumped you back to after intermission. So just get here as soon as you can. And I'm like, well, what's going on now? Oh, we're just about to go into intermission. And I'm like (laughs) at the airport waiting for my bag and I'm like, oh man. So I was like literally in the cab, putting my tights and stuff on in the cab as we're driving this person's like Is this <laughs> Don't kid?
0: worry about like, it. Yeah. Keep looking at the road.
1: So I was like uh, literally running there with like my tights and my running shoes on and like I'm at they're playing my music and I'm putting my boots on. Wow. At the curtain. Go out. Rock it have an amazing match. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know that's always how it happens. Stuff like that happens, and you get out there, and you're like, "Ah, oh, man!" And it's like yeah, this yeah. is what it's, this is why we do it, right? To get out here and do right, this. right? right. Usually,
0: that's that's what that's that what happens. Alice Cooper says. They don't pay me for the show; they pay me for the 22 hours right. it takes to get to the show. Yeah, and that's basically the same for us. Yeah, who were who, uh, who, who was your favorite guys to travel with as travel partners?
1: Um, well, I mean, I. It's funny because Adam and I, we, we traveled a lot together when we were a team, and then a lot of times we were on separate brands for a long time. Um, you and I tried it a couple times, but you're just like your own thing, so it's like...
0: Yeah, I don't like traveling with yeah. anybody, yeah.
1: So it's like, we'll just meet you like Outback or something later. <laughs>
0: yeah. What about Lance D storm uh, Yeah, Lance was, Lance was a trip. So it was like, it was
1: me, Lance, and uh, Hurricane for the longest time, and then after Lance retired... We ride with coach, so it was me me coach and, and hurricane. That was a fun car too. So we had a, little, a lot of But you
0: used to kind of drive Lance nuts. Oh, we used to drive nuts, yeah, cause he's so like anal
1: about everything, right. So he's like like on his bags he has to have all the zippers lined up. So like sometimes if he was like you know, getting ready to go somewhere, I would just like undo his zippers or I'd move them or whatever and he'd turn around and be like <laughs> and then I would like do it again. He's like, "Hey, hey, sh- cut it out, jerk!" You know, it's like, you know, like stuff like that. Or like I remember the story with with maps. We had this um, it was before like the GPS is on the phones or whatever. And I, I might have already told the story, but I'm gonna tell it again. So pretend you didn't hear it. Um, so he used to do the map quest thing where he would we would get the. The, the towns for the weekend and he had a little little folder, a little duotang folder <laughs> that he would put the, print out and he'd have his folder all printed out of every day this is how we were going to travel da, da, da. so it was like he's like well it says here, da, 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 go here, blah 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 so we, get, we pull up to so the town and he's like, we pull up to this gas station he's like alright I got us to the town, one of you idiots go inside and uh, ask him how to get to the building so I pick up my phone, make a phone call Hurricane's like pretends he's asleep in the back. And we're literally sitting there for 10 minutes. And we're like, at this point, we, neither one of us can budge. We can't. So we're sitting there, all of a sudden, he's like, you guys are idiots. And he gets out, slams the door, <laughs> goes inside, gets the directions, comes back in. We start driving. And as we're driving, it's complete silence. He's so mad. And uh, his facial expression went from two.
0: <laughs> so straight you know he's face, mad. Straight face, yeah.
1: So uh, he's like, I was like, hey, Lance. He's like, what? And I was like, you fancy yourself a pretty smart guy, huh? He's like, I'm a lot smarter than you. <laughs> and I was like, are you? He's like, yeah, I am. And I was like, hey, on, well, on those, um, those addresses for the arenas that, and stuff they give to us before the road trip, he's like, yeah, what about them? I was like, you know, you could, in MapQuest, they have little lines. You can actually put the full address in there. Instead of just getting us to town, you could probably get us right to the arena. <laughs> and he goes... He just, he just turned beet red. His eyes were bulging out. Like he didn't say a word. He was so mad. But like that's the kind of guy. Lance he would like just that. put in the town. Yeah. yeah. And he then didn't, the actual. Yeah. yeah.
0: So. You know. <laughs> <laughs> He's, uh, he was so mad. You can go all the way with this, right? Yeah. Last question. Uh, Is it about Winnipeg? Very storied career. <laughs> yeah. What's your, what's, what's your story about Winnipeg? No. Uh, Story. I got to know about Winnipeg. Yeah, some you know later on, as soon as we're done this, yeah, thing, you're, the Winnipeg story. I'm gonna it's call gonna everybody back. back tonight. Yeah, everyone, yeah, you, you make sure you're call. in the area so you. We've can got be... all your email addresses yeah. and phone numbers, yeah. so if we call you back, yeah. that means he's got the story. Oh, yeah. uh, all the great matches that you had is the one that stands out as your favorite. Um Well, I think the
1: um, obviously the first ladder match with the Hardys is the one that kind of put us on the map, and um, it was just like a, like. It was a great night. You know what I mean? Like I said, it was, and we came back, and I remember Mick Foley said to us, he said, Guys, you just became WWE superstars. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You, you cemented yourself tonight. Mm-hmm. This was the night. So it was like, that will always have a special place to me. That, obviously, um, winning the world title against Alberto Del Rio for the first time in Tampa, which is like my second home. All right. Yeah, so that was pretty cool. Um, so th- those are probably the two that stand out the most.
0: All right. Well, and of course, this day is, is
1: probably this the greatest, is like the f- day, greatest, day greatest of afternoon with yeah. the
0: greatest crowd here. Uh, thank you so yeah. much, Christian. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So, set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Yeah, right now, uh, welcome to the stage a special guest for the Q&A section. Please give a roaring round of applause to our good friend from WWE Network, Holy Foley, Noel Foley! I didn't know you were going to be here. No one told me. All right, perfect. (laughs) You just happened to walk in.
2: No, I just came from the bathroom. Oh, (laughs) perfect timing! I walked right in, and it's like Noel Foley. Yeah, it's great to be here, right here at Caroline's. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) What is your name, and what is your question? My name's Alex, and by the way, I'm from England, but I recently moved to near Toronto, Canada. So you know, I best country in the world. Go Canada. Yay. Yep. All right. Go
0: Canada. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Yeah.
2: All righty. Hey, have you ever been to Winnipeg? I haven't. This thing been happened to me there. I want to if tell you, you about it. I'll, you, I'll you ask you around if, when I go back, and if anybody I know remembers the story, yeah, I'll kind of... Yeah. If you go to yeah, Winnipeg, can you find
0: Jay's story for him and bring it to him, please? <laughs> uh,
2: absolutely. Uh, for Christian, it's like, you guys, you, Edge and Christian did so many kind of, each town, there was a different pose for, like, whatever it was, either sports or, like, folklore or something. Do you have any that, like, really stand out in your mind as, like, classic five-second poses? Yeah,
1: I think the one we did in Indiana with, um, with Bobby Knight when he choked the the player. That was kind of big at the time, and we were doing the six-man tag match, uh, with, um, Team Eck, Edge, Christian, and Kurt. And um, so we wanted to do this little deal. We had the... Edge came out with the with the Hoosier um, coach you know sweater on. I had, think I had the Hoosier player jersey on. And I can't remember what Kurt m- was wearing, but... So we were like, well, how do we do it? There's three people. Like, Edge was going to be the coach. He was going to choke me. And they were just like, why can't Kurt just choke himself? <laughs> so it was like... It, like, Edge was the coach, and he choked me. And then Kurt, like like choked himself and it was completely ridiculous that one stands out to me the jug band in kentucky was pretty good uh, we had the the, the teeth and then i think the um the bill buckner thing in boston was pretty good people were pretty mad about that one too so those are the three that probably stand out the most at this point
0: thanks man all right,
2: all right what is your i would have name?
1: hugged you your shirt says hug like a champ i would have given you a hug
2: all right. What is your name, and what's your question? Uh, my name is Ed. I just want to say thank you, guys, for having this. this is an awesome event. My um, question is for Christian. Um, I guess I kind of wanted to get a feel for. I really enjoyed your ECW run when you kind of came back uh, and kind of interrupted Jack Swagger. Um, was there anything that was I mean, was that supposed to really happen, or did something happen last minute and they changed it? And um, what was your thoughts during that run? I thought it was really great.
1: As far as a lot uh, of great matches. mean, as far as being on ECW. Yeah, like, you're was it, back. yeah there, Well, there was a couple. Like, like I was just coming back at the time, obviously, and just a little interesting tidbit. If you go back and watch it, I actually said "drink it in" in that promo,
0: but. Yeah, of course. Whatever. I stole everything from him. Uh, <laughs> so he's like, I'm going to use that like in yeah, yeah, eight yeah. years. Yeah, <laughs> I put it in my uh, trio at the yeah. time. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, let me put this...
0: Yeah, yeah. give me the little, the little thing, right?
1: No, but um, yeah, I think there was a couple different ideas on the table. Um... I don't know if anything was set. obviously it wasn't set in stone. Um, I know there was a couple of things about me maybe being the guy that attacked Jeff Hardy. I know it had been tossed around, but nothing was set in stone at all. I know that for sure. Um, and I think that they just you know didn't want to bring me back and throw me in like the Royal Rumble if I wasn't doing that. Just as like, hey, he's back after so long. They actually wanted me to do something. And at that point, they, from that when it ended up being Matt that that had. Um, Attack Jeff, they needed somebody to kind of take that spot as the main baby face on ECW because it was very much a young show and they wanted somebody on there to kind of work with the younger guys and that. And I mean honestly you could take it either of two ways. You could say, well it's kind of a slap in the face or you could say I'm going to make this show my show and have some amazing matches and that's what I did. I was like Cool, let's do it. I just wanted to get back, and I was like, I saw a, a, a blank slate where I could I could be the focal point of the show. Come back, ease my way back in, and prove, kind of reprove myself all over again. That hey, being the focal, I can, I can be the focal point of a show, whether it's this one, whether it's SmackDown, or whether it's Raw, and I was fine with it. And I had some, I, I actually had a lot of fun. That was that was a really fun run. I really enjoyed it.
2: Yeah, thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Uh,
0: big Ed. Let's hear it for Ed. Ooh. Ed
2: Jackson, ladies and gentlemen. Hello. What is your name and what is your question? Hi, I'm Josh. Uh, Christian, I really loved your TNA stuff. And uh, the one that I dial up, it's really obscure, I guess. But my favorite is when is the Christmas episode when you asked Santa Claus for Jeff Jarrett's white pants so that you could be the true champion. I was just wondering, what's your favorite TNA <laughs> memory? What's your favorite pair of Jeff Jarrett pants? <laughs> the ones I'm wearing now.
1: <laughs> Um, yeah, I, um, yeah. I mean, I think working with with uh, with AJ was probably one of my because I, I really liked and I and I always thought that he would be great here, and I'm glad he's doing what he's doing now. But I always thought he was like just a, a really top caliber performer and was going to be breakout at some point. So um, working with him and kind of see him progress and get more confidence as he was working with me and stuff like that um, was probably the funnest part for me there and 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 that sort of thing. But
2: yeah. Okay, what is your name, and what is your question?
0: My name is Nick. I have a question for both of you. Um, is there ever, like, any time you've been so fed up with like the front office or creative that you had legitimate thoughts of like, leaving? Legitimate thoughts of leaving? Yeah, leaving the company. Um, a couple times I did. I, I, the, the one time I was actually going to leave was I, was I had just done a job for Viscera in San Jose, and then I showed up, and I was, I, for some reason I had talked myself into getting really pissed off. Like, I'm quitting. This sucks. Sick of losing every night. Stupid. Um, and we were in State College, Pennsylvania, and I was walking to Vince's office. I was going to tell him, I'm giving my notice, I'm done. And as, as I'm walking to his office, I see a, a, a former writer, not the guy who's here. <laughs> A guy called Tommy, and um, he was standing there, and he's like, hey, Chris, how you doing? I'm like, oh, fuck this. I'm going to go leave. I'm, I'm, I'm giving my notice. I'm telling Vince I quit. He goes, well, you might not want to do that until you find out what you're doing today. And I'm like, I don't care what I'm doing. doesn't matter. I'm quitting. He goes, well, let me just tell you what you're doing first. Tommy, there's nothing you can say that's going to stop me from going in that office and quitting. Okay, well, you're winning the world title tonight. I was like, what? Maybe you should tell me. And that's the night when, uh, when I beat Triple H uh, in the first segment of Raw and then had to give the title back, you know, 20 or 30 minutes later. But I was ready to quit until, thank Thank God I saw Tommy first, or I still would have walked in there and been, uh, made a real fool of myself. Probably wouldn't have won the championship that night. There you go. Christians. Yeah, questions? Oh. Yeah, I mean, of course,
1: I mean, with anything, when you are passionate about something you do, you always want to do more. Right, so there's a lot of times you're like, I could be doing more than this, and I could be, and you're like, yeah, screw this. I'm just gonna. There's no reason for me to be like, yeah. You get those thoughts, but then you, you calm down and you think like an irrational, like a rational adult, and you realize. Hey, you got. You have to do the best with the situation that you're put in. Yeah, and um,
0: you know you're getting paid, and it's a pretty cool job. So sometimes you just got to relax and sit down and say, "Hey, is it really so bad?" And I think once you actually think about it rationally, you realize that it's much better than you know digging ditches. When you're when
1: you're passionate about what you do, there's always those emotions that kind of go like this. So yeah, you definitely get those thoughts, but then you reality kicks in. You're like, you know, yeah, yeah.
0: Thank you.
2: Hello. What is your name, and what is your question?
1: Um, I'm Luke, and if you could go back and win a match that you lost, which one would it be? I never lost a match, brother. <laughs> the crowd was entertained, that's all that mattered.
0: Yeah, I mean... The, the, <laughs> <laughs> is that you, Jack Lanza? The cigarette? Hey, what's wrong with you, you little f- <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's for the unnamed raw writer. He'll like that one. Yeah,
0: I mean, I, I think that uh, you know, th- that's a question that you can't really answer because we're all basically actors in a play. And if the script says do this or do that, you do it. And and to say I should have won this match, or if I go back and change it, it's irrelevant because this is show business. So basically, that's the best way to look at it.
2: Yeah. Cheers. Hello. What is your name? and What's your question?
0: Hey, my name is Felix. Uh, Great by the way. Uh, Prior to the WrestleMania in Atlanta, it was advertised Edge and Christian against the core for the tag titles, and then the match never happened. Do you know why it didn't happen? Or were there any talks of you guys actually winning back the tag titles at night?
1: Um, No, I think I didn't know that, actually, until you just said it. Uh, (laughs) So, um, I know there's a couple different scenarios, but I think that that, uh, I was also supposed to be, I think, in another six-man tag with, um, it might have been me and Kane in the big show against the core maybe, and I think that got changed also because it would have taken away from me being with Edge um, against Del Rio. And I know there was plans with that going forward as well with us. And of course, it all changed after that because Edge was, uh, found out he had to retire. So uh, I didn't know that, know that we were advertising a tag match. I yeah. know I was supposed to be in a different tag match, but that got They ran like changed. the commercial and everything Oh, like I do I didn't even know. <laughs>
0: yeah. Right, well, there you go. There's <laughs> something new. You'd be amazed at the stuff that we don't know <laughs> or, or like merchandise that comes out yeah. Like there's a, a Chris Jericho coloring book I'm like I've never heard of this before in my life yeah. Like sh- they should send you one in the mail All yeah, right. You know give me the, yeah. geez, A Chris Jericho bowling ball yeah. Like does anybody have a Chris Jericho bowling ball Because if you do I want it
2: <laughs> Sorry. Thanks Hello what's your name and What's your question Hello my name is Mariah my question is for Christian I want to know if you thought at any point TNA Could have done a war with WWE And might have ended up winning
1: No um you know it's it wouldn't happen first like realistically but i mean it could have like it could have been there's always good to have options especially for fans and for guys that are trying to earn a living so it's um i think everybody wanted it to be as good as it could have been but it's just it doesn't have the resources or the 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 longevity the fan base the you know the history that wwe has so it would have been kind of impossible
2: thank you Hello, what's your name and what's your question? I'm Sonia, and it's more of a request. Christian, can you do a five-second pose with Jericho?
0: (laughs) I don't know if he's down for that. I don't know, it's uh, not in my contract to be doing five-second poses. (laughs) Is that in your...? Actually, I've always wanted to do one. Is this this in your wheelhouse? Yeah, yeah. you never invited me to do one before. Should I do a five-second pose? Yeah! Oh, you got to do the the speech first, though. For the benefit of those with flash
1: photography? (laughs) The first ever vitamin C five-second pose.
0: Drink that in. (laughs) Drink that in, bitch. That
1: was great. Seriously, go back and watch that first DCW promo. I said it. it.
2: (laughs) You did? That's funny. What's your name and what's your question? My name is
1: Jamie, and are you in a music kind of mood?
0: What's that? A music you, kind of? Mm-hmm. Uh, w- w- always. If I give you the kazoo, will you play a song?
1: kazoo oh. <laughs> was never really my bag, but. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she has one. Oh yeah. Well, this, Look at this. They came prepared. I can play. Jar, I can play your music with the kazoo. No. Yeah. You <laughs> could. You might have to do the squig squam squig squam part. <laughs> okay, but sorry. All right. I, I might be able to do that.
0: That's not my thing, though, yeah. You ready? That, that's the countdown. That's the explosion. I'm still thinking about Winnipeg. How oh, do you do this? I don't know. Well, mine's not working. There's some oil on this one. It's not working. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think I see a shoelace sticking out. <laughs> there you
1: go. Yeah. All right. It wasn't like, very good. A little bit of it. Never. Yeah, that was it, awesome. it never was.
2: <laughs> I thought that was great. <laughs> Hello, what's your name and what's your question? My name is
1: Christian and I have a question for Jay. Yeah, you got to call me with my yeah. shoot name, brother. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. My name is Christian and I have a question for Christian. Yeah, what's up? Uh, who came up with that whole uh, three-second, five-second pose? With, was it you or was it Adam that came up with that? I take pose? full credit for everything i that. <laughs> Thank you. No, uh, actually, um, we were trying to figure out a way to, um, when we kind of turned heel from the Edging Christian tag team, we were trying to figure out a way to not come through the crowd so we wouldn't get, like, hit or pulled or pushed. It was it was really hard to do, actually, um, so actually, the unnamed RAW writer was like, "Hey, what if we do a thing where you know you're kind of too good for the fans? You don't want them to touch you, but you still want to give them their moment with you. You let them look at you, but they don't—they're not allowed to touch you. So maybe we'll like, you know, maybe like pose for like five seconds, like before each match, and just like here, you know, drink it in, man. Just uh, give them five, <laughs> give them five seconds, and then, and then he was like, you know, for the benefit of those for for the benefit of those with flash photography, we're like." What the fuck is flash photography and he's like he was like you know like i'm like, like yeah cool it sounds good let's do it and that's uh, and that's how it like and usually the best ideas are formed like that where they're just like it's just stupid enough to work and it was like so that's kind of how we uh how we did it thank you. Thank, yeah. you thank you very much yep
2: hello what's your name and what is your question
0: my name is also christian and i uh, have a question for jay as well <laughs> Uh, That's there... not real. There wasn't two Christians in a row to talk to Christian. <laughs> Show me your ID. I don't buy it.
2: Um, I was going to ask, is there any formal uh, match or program that you would have liked to end your career on? Yeah, um, I don't know.
1: I, I mean, it's, t- it's hard because like, I didn't really, when it happened, I didn't realize that was the end, right? So it's like, I, I don't know. I really, haven't really put much thought into it. Yeah, I mean, you definitely would have liked to have kind of built something and gone out where you could have like helped somebody along the way or, or done something kind of cool, but it just wasn't in the cards for me. So it is what it is.
2: Thank you.
0: Yep.
2: Hello, is your is your name Christian? <laughs> <laughs> what is your name and what's your question?
0: Oh, my name is Yalito. Yeah, So, so my question is on that for Jericho that as a heel, is it easy for you like to say that people that are hypocrites and parasites? Is it easy? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> oh, 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 good, good, good. Yeah, it's, 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 it's really easy to rile people up and it's fun to do because even something like, I mean, now it's become like a catchphrase, but like stupid idiot, for example. Yeah. This is cold. I got one question. Can you let me answer it, please? <laughs> Jeez, man. Yeah, one thing he wants to... St- but, I mean, it's like stupid idiots started, like, you just, like, the literal thing, like, you're, you're crazy, you people are stupid idiots, and people, like, boo, you know, like, they're mad uh, about that, and it's nothing, you know what I mean? It's literally just, like, who would ever get mad at being called a stupid idiot by a grown man, right? <laughs> But if you say it properly and you commit to it, people get mad, and that's 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 fun for me. It, it, people always say like, "What do you like better, being a heel or babyface?" I like them both, but if I had to choose, heel is probably more fun. Um, what about ass clown? Ass clown? That's, the, that's the ass clown hypocrites. You know, nobody likes being talked down to, so there's little tricks you can use as a heel that always get a reaction. You know, and even though you guys are here and, and you're, you're happy to see us, if I wanted to make all you guys not like me, I could do it very easily, because that's kind of what I do. I'm an expert at it. I'm an expert at making people not like me. Yeah. Do it. Do it. I wouldn't do it. No, no. Gelatinous yeah. tapeworm! That's, yeah, that's yeah. funny now, right? At the time, when I first said that, people got pissed off. I am not a gelatinous tapeworm! Probably because they were like, what's gelatinous? Like, they're going through, like, a
1: dictionary, like, pissed off, they actually have to learn? That's right, yeah. So it's like... Talking down yeah. to people.
0: It's a Nick Bockwinkle trick.
1: Cool. Huh. Yeah, and you're the best in the world at what you do. Thanks. Thanks. Appreciate
2: it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Hello, what's your name and what is your question? Uh, my name is Brent. I'm from Lethbridge, Alberta. Nice. I'm down, checking this out. Uh, question for both of you guys uh, When Cena was on his first run, he came over to Raw, and you guys both worked in a program for him together. Just curious your thoughts on the program and if you figured he'd hit the heights that he's at now.
1: I think we obviously knew that he had the potential to do what he's doing. Um, yeah, I mean, we had a, and uh, yeah, he, it was, SmackDown was a completely different animal than Raw at the time when he came over. Like it was, mm-hmm. yeah, we. That was a fun program. It was, program. And it, it, it was a three-way fun three-way program, match—it was, really match, was, was a long match, and there was a lot of little intricate things we put in there. And um, he was, you know, right there with us for everything, and and uh, and like he was—you could tell that he was going to. From there, he was gonna it's, just gonna keep going, and he was he was a special like it's talent. Easy, it's so. easy
0: to say this, but I honestly can say that I, I knew that he would from the start because I saw him do this backwards promo where he would say something like, "Hey man, you know, nice T-shirt." You didn't understand what I said? Let me rewind it and say it again. And he would like talk like you're rewinding something, and I just thought it was so like brilliant, like what a cool idea. And then the first match we ever had, his first pay per view match was against me in Detroit. And the finish originally was for me to win. And I called Vince and said, you got to put this guy over. He, you know, he, he, he can't just have me beat him. And he's like, well, why? You think he's got something? And I was like, I honestly, really honestly do believe that he does. So I saw that from the start. It took a while for him to get there and figure out, like for all of us, how, you, how do you harness this character? But I could tell there was something about him that, that, was, that was stood out from pretty much anybody else that I'd seen. And I was right.
1: <laughs> Thanks, guys.
2: Hello. How are you? What is your name and what is your question?
0: My name is Noah. Um, for both of you, who's your favorite wrestler on the NXT or the active roster? I work in the big leagues, man. I don't watch NXT. <laughs> so, you're, so you're your own favorite wrestler? Well, so I, I, I'm just joking. But, I, I mean, Samoa Joe is, is awesome. I think you've probably worked with him yeah, quite a, a few times. Yep. He, I, I think he's probably the most... Unknown great wrestler out there, and I think when he finally comes to the main roster, the big leagues where I work, that uh, <laughs> he's gonna make a huge impression. I can even see him, if they do it right, being a legit believable opponent against Brock Lesnar. And there's not many, there's not many. There's probably the only guy that I could think of. If they bring him in properly, he could really make some money with Brock. And then Nakamura is great as well. <laughs> I worked with him in Japan uh, about two months ago. Uh, by request, I wanted to see, is he really as good as people say? And he is. He's, he's, he's excellent. Excellent performer.
1: I think my favorite guy, present company excluded.
0: Yeah. But uh,
1: no, I think AJ is probably, I think he's, from the moment he stepped out, he was like, you could tell uh, he thought I belong here. And it's like, you know, sometimes the nerves get, a better, get the better of you. He didn't have that from the moment he stepped out. It's almost like, kind of like, what would... Yeah. This is a long time coming. It should he happen was a long legit main event performer. Yeah, so he's, he I think here, it's yeah. exciting for me because I've always liked him um, and always thought that he was capable of doing this. Right. So it's, it's pretty cool to see. Yeah. Thank you. All right.
2: Hello, you are the last one. What is your name? And it better what be a good question? one. Yes, it is. <laughs> Hi, my name is Paul. I'm from Jamaica, Queens. And my question is that you have a match with Enzo and Cass tonight for SummerSlam. Why is it during the build-up you kept telling them to stop it? What is it and? <laughs>
0: That's the eternal question, isn't it? <laughs> um, yeah, when you're ready to find out, I will fill you in. Until then, you're not ready.
1: What? <laughs> hey, can you tell me?
0: No. All right. There you go, man. Okay. <laughs> no, actually, where that started from, just a quick thing is, I just, I'm, I'm, I'm it was kind of, um, I guess you called it a challenge for myself. I wanted to see if I could get the word it over. <laughs> Honestly, that was, I was like, I, I, I think, I think I could what? get the, the word, yes, you're right. It's, it's like, it's what, yes, now it's it, in the fine tradition of just getting a one-word uh, catchphrase. So, uh, I think it's working so far. I'm, I'm going to continue on it. There you go. Continue you on it. It. (laughs) Ladies and
1: gentlemen, Chris Jericho and Christian
0: thanks to Christian for coming out to the live talk is Jericho live at Caroline's we had a great time in New York City and we appreciate all the Caroline's crew for making it so easy and if you dug today's live talk is Jericho podcast I got another one this Sunday talk is Jericho live in Toronto at the Bassett Theater with a very special guest my best friend Kevin Owens that's the Sunday morning before SummerSlam we're doing a special VIP breakfast at 10 a.m. then we got talk is Jericho from 11 to 12 then from 12 to 1 it's a special private meet and greet signing all that great stuff, go get your tickets now at markoutmoments.com, you know how great Kevin Owens is on the mic, we're going to tell some great stories, stuff you've never heard before be a part of the live experience uh, live at the Basset Theatre, Talk is Jericho 10am to one thirty before SummerSlam, or before Survivor Series, and when we're done with that, head on over to my um, good friend, Jim Ross, JR's got a, a ringside uh, show one man show, he's doing that at SCTV, uh, Second City Theatre in Toronto just across the street from the Bassett Theatre so have a great wrestling filled day first of all talk is Jericho live in ba- at the Bassett theater with Kevin Owens then zip over to CJR show Then zip over to Survivor Series where Kevin and I are the co-captains and we're going to kick some butt against Smackdown this weekend all right thank you for listening and uh, thanks to uh, of course like I said checking out all my sponsors including the OG sponsor Amazon Easiest way to support Talk is Jericho. Great way to get your holiday shopping done with no hassles or crowded malls. You can find my Amazon links at podcast1.com. Click on the killer deals button on the top right corner of the page, then hit Talk is Jericho. I got the Amazon links for USA, UK, Canada. Every time you use them, Talk is Jericho, Amazon links. Amazon kicks back a small percentage of the show to help us cover production costs. You can buy anything you want on Amazon. And using them, Talk Jericho, Amazon links. They're not going to cost you any extra fees or hidden charges. Once again, podcast1.com. Click on the Killer Deals button in the top right corner of the page. Then hit the Talk is Jericho button. you find all my other great sponsors there as well. ddpyoga.com slash Jericho. Get 15% off the DDP Yoga program, plus three full months access to the DDP Yoga Now app. DraftKings, use my promo code Y2J to play for free with no deposit this weekend. Uh, Thebooks.com, B-O-U-Q-S.com. Use the promo code Jericho. Get 15... 15- Dollars off your order is 60 bucks that's a 25% savings don't forget Pure Dior you go to com slash Jericho for $20 off plus free shipping on your first order uh, to get your hair back luxurious and thick once again uh, thanks to all my sponsors and thanks for checking out the Jericho Network at Podcast One we got you entertained every week Killing the Town with Storm and Cyrus is on Tuesday smart intellectual discussion about pro wrestling uh, telling some crazy stories about ECW this week they're actually uh, reviewing their debut episodes on e- ECW Uh is some great old school ECW stories. Keep it a 100 with Conan as on Thursdays this week. The Eddie Guerrero tribute was amazing. Huge hit. Team Tiger Awesome. So funny. If you haven't checked out Team Tiger Awesome, go give them a shot. Monday Truly and uh, and Clint Gage. Hilarious pop culture conversations. That's every Sunday. Lots of shilling here, but just go to o- iTunes or OTunes. Hit the subscribe button on all the Jericho Network shows, including mine. Leave a five-star rating and review on iTunes. We all appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening. Keep listening for the 60 second AP news headlines coming up next and next Wednesday the hits keep on coming after Tony Iommi was uh, episode 300 we're episode 301 here with Christian live in New York City next Wednesday go back to the rock and roll one of the most famous bands in rock and roll history and another rock and roll hall of famer the sex pistols we got the stories of the early years of the greatest punk band of all time the sex pistols with original bass player Glenn Matlock that's right he's talking all about how the sex pistols got up and running how they formed how they broke up so quickly, how volatile they were. We're going right back to London in the mid-70s. This is the Sex Pistols, the early years with Glenn Matlock on Talk is Jericho. We are rocking it next week. We're rocking it this week. We're going to see you this weekend at Survivor Series. We'll see you this weekend at Live Talk is Jericho, at the Bassett Theater with Kevin Owens. Be there or be square. Yeah, boy! You can download new episodes of Talk is Jericho every Wednesday and Friday at PodcastOne.com. That's PodcastONE.com.